Welcome to Real Radiant, a podcast from the heart to help you connect to your radiant self. I'm your host, Morgan Lesniewski, and each week I'm bringing on some amazing guests for real and honest conversations on topics like lifestyle, wellness, and how to live your best life. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Note to Self Sunday. I'm your host, Morgan Lesniewski, and I'm so happy to be back here for another Sunday today. I hope you all are having an amazing day and are getting ready for the week ahead, and I hope everything's going well for you. If not, my DMs are always open, so please come talk to me. I'm always here to support you guys, and yeah, I hope everything is going well today. I thought it was fitting because when this releases, the next day is going to be the 4th of July. And we all know that the 4th of July is a very heavy drinking holiday. And I just wanted to kind of talk about drinking and alcohol and how we can kind of find a better balance with it. Because I know that it's a struggle for so many people. I myself struggled with it a little bit. Before I get into it, though, I just want to let you all know that in no way, shape or form does this topic or like my opinion on this topic reflect me telling you guys what to do, saying that alcohol is bad, like absolutely not. I want you guys to always do what you want to do. I support everything that you guys do. I just want to come from a place of like loving kindness and just provide some more insight by sharing my story with it in my experience and also maybe a different perspective that you either haven't heard of or you either agree or disagree with doesn't matter but in no way shape or form am I ever offering any judgment or putting anything on you guys that I expect or like wish that you would do this is an open space and I just want to have an open conversation about these types of things because that's the point of this podcast just to talk about anything and everything that we as women go through and deal with so that's kind of like the point of this episode but first off I want to get into my experience with drinking. And I always want to start like with my experience with these things, especially in these note to selves, because never do I ever want to come from a place of like, I know better than, or I know what's right and that you guys should follow what I do. Not at all. I just always want to come from a place of like, hey, this is how I've dealt with it. This is how I've struggled with it. This has been my experience with it. So that way there can be more relatability between you guys and me and also vulnerability. Like I don't want to come up here and just talk about topics and then not give any insight into like how it's affected me at all. So just wanted to put that out there. With drinking, I have never been like a big partier. I've never been that type of person. Like I didn't drink in high school. I really didn't go to any parties in high school. I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. So, and I wasn't really like in the cool crowd group. So I didn't go to any parties because I was never invited to any of them. But yeah, so I, I never drank in high school. I think the only times I ever really drank was with my parents and it was on occasion. But I always kind of had a negative portrayal of alcohol because there are a lot of alcoholics in my family. That's something that my family has really struggled with on both sides. So I've always kind of just been like, oh, okay okay, I really don't want to get involved in that. I don't want to really be around it. And so when I did eventually get to college and I was around drinking more and I did start drinking a lot more and partying and all that kind of stuff, even though in college, I still wasn't a partier. Like it was maybe once a month that I would go out and drink or do something. But I quickly found that I did not have a good relationship with alcohol at all. And this obviously took a lot of self-awareness and not 
and this isn't the case for everyone, but for me, I knew that when I drank, I had to like black out. There was no in between. There was, I could not get to a point where I could just like have a drink and then be fine. Like I always wanted to take it to a level that was not good. That was not safe. And I made some really bad decisions and did some things that I'm not proud of. And because of that, I chose personally to stop drinking. Another aspect of like not drinking for me came from my relationship. My boyfriend also doesn't drink. So because he doesn't drink. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to drink either because that's not a supportive partner. Like imagine you're dating someone who doesn't drink and then you're still drinking and like you have the smell of alcohol on your breath or you're like tipsy and getting drunk and they're, they don't want to kiss that, you know, especially if they, if it's someone who's had a bad relationship with alcohol and is really struggled with it, that's going to be really hard for them to like be kissing you or be around you when they can like smell the alcohol. They know that you've been drinking and then they have to now like take care of you. And so that's why I have gone to a point where it's like, okay, I'm not going to drink because one, I know that it's not good for me that because of my family history and my habits and because I'm insecure and use drinking as a way to like make myself feel better and use it as a coping strategy for like things that I've been through in my past. And then also secondly, because my boyfriend didn't drink, I was like, okay, I'm not going to drink. And so I stopped drinking about in April of 2021. So a year and a couple months ago, and I've honestly never looked back. I don't judge anyone for drinking. I don't think that it's bad. That's just a personal choice that I had to make for my relationship and for myself. And for me, it works, but that might not be the case for you. That's kind of been my experience with it. One thing that I do want to talk about with alcohol that maybe just like a new change in perspective for you guys listening, it's talking about how alcohol is society's upper limit problem. And if you're not familiar with what an upper limit problem is, It's this idea that we each have a limit on how much abundance, success, and love we think we are deserving of. It's like we each have our own thermostat setting for these things. So this thermostat setting depends on a number of things like our upbringing, limiting beliefs that we might hold, fears we may have, things that were told to us growing up or by influential people in our lives. So once you cross this self-imposed threshold, which is whatever you unconsciously deem as your appropriate level of success, abundance, love, you'll suddenly self-sabotage and you'll do it unconsciously. And like we've seen this in things where you may have achieved a significant milestone in your life and then you fall really, really sick or you suddenly injure yourself on the way to a significant event or you pick a fight with a partner or coworker when you achieve something really, really great in your life. There are a number of ways that this self-sabotaging might show up, but it is designed to pull you back to your normal comfort zone. And this limit is highly problematic if you're looking to grow in your life and bring in great love, great success, great abundance. And I think alcohol can be described as like society's upper limit problem, not necessarily us as general, but just this idea that society has kind of placed this conditioning onto us that when something good happens in our lives, our response is to celebrate by drinking. So say you're getting married. What do people do at a wedding? They drink. You get a promotion at work. What do you do? You go out to the bars with your friends. You are celebrating a birthday. You drink. Bachelorette party, bachelor party, drink. The birth of a baby, drink. Like there's so many big celebrations and milestones and things that happen in our lives 
that we have been taught to respond to by drinking. And we usually don't think anything of it. But when you actually look at like what that's doing to you and to society in general, it kind of reflects the idea that alcohol is society's upper limit problem. Because when you drink, it negatively impacts your health. Like I'm going to be honest, there are literally no health benefits of drinking. I think maybe one glass of red wine is shown to have like high levels of antioxidants. Like that's good for you, but you can get more antioxidants and other forms of food, like fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. So like there really is no good or beneficial significant health benefit from drinking. And it makes you gain weight, makes you make horrible, horrible decisions, which I have done and et cetera, et cetera. Like the list can go on and on and on. So when you apply like the concept of an upper limit problem to this, alcohol is society's upper limit problem because like we get to a point of great abundance, great success, great love. And in response to that, we drink. And that drinking returns us back to our comfort zone. And usually when we drink in excess, we self-sabotage. We do something that we're not proud of. We act in ways that are embarrassing, that may damage our reputation, like all these different types of things. So that's why I really do think that alcohol is society's upper limit problem. And this doesn't like you can take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, like you can either take it or leave it or agree, disagree, doesn't matter. I'm just saying that this is kind of like what I've seen with it. And I truly think so too. You know, when we celebrate something, when something good happens in our lives, our first response is to go drink. And what happens when we drink? We feel like shit. It is an upper limit problem because it's always bringing you back to that comfort zone, that state of not being able to progress in life because you're never able to get to that place of great abundance or great success or great love because you, when you do achieve it, you bring yourself back down through the alcohol. So if you do have an upper limit problem or ways that you can notice if you have an upper limit problem, because you may be thinking like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I do this. I don't know if this is something that affects me. So you can just like pay attention. So when something significantly positive happens in your personal or professional life, notice the tendency to self-sabotage through alcohol. Check yourself before taking any action after a big win. So like just pay attention. If you get a promotion at work and your first response is to call your girlfriends and go out and drink, take a step back and say, okay, I'm responding to this situation by wanting alcohol. So maybe I'll just take a step back and we can do something else instead. Or if I do want to go and drink, go do it. And another way that you can notice if you have an upper limit problem is to pause and express gratitude after achieving a big win. Let it land for you. Let yourself soak in the happiness and success feeling that comes from getting a big win. Because usually when something really big happens in our lives and it is an upper limit problem for us, we don't let that gratitude sink in. We just automatically counteract it by turning to alcohol or some other form of like self-sabotage. And if you feel yourself about to make a rash decision, pick a fight or engage in some other behavior like alcohol that may derail your recent win just stop just stop yourself in your tracks take a step back and it's like that saying like you can never make a decision when you're sad or angry and it's the same thing with this like just take a step back don't make a decision when you're super 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 happy and in a good mood like let yourself return to a rational state of mind where you can do something that isn't gonna bite you in the butt later and another thing with drinking that i want to talk about because when this uploads tomorrow's 
the 4th of July. So you guys may be thinking about going out and partying and doing all that kind of stuff. And I just wanted to like give you some tips on how to create a healthy balance with alcohol and not get influenced by like other people. Cause I've definitely been in a situation like this before where I had a group of friends who I love. I had so much fun with them. But we definitely fed off of each other's negative energy and like unhealed parts of ourselves. So when we were together, we would heavily encourage each other to like drink more, eat really bad things and just act in really negative ways. And then we'd like talk really bad about ourselves together. And it just wasn't the healthiest environment to be in. And so if you around people like that, I just want to say like, maybe reevaluate that friend group and find other people that you can go have a good time with if you have other people to hang out with. And another way to create a healthy balance with it is to always eat before. I know as women, we have all been in a situation where we have a big event like that evening or something, and we don't want to look bloated or like have our stomach poking out or anything like that. Like I've definitely done this before. So like you go the whole day without eating. And if there's alcohol that at that event and you drink, of course, it's going to hit you way harder. It's going to hit you like a truck. So always just remember to eat before. Like, don't worry about the calories. Don't worry about any of that stuff. Just eat before you drink, eat after. And there's like this thing I think that people do where in between drinks, always drink a glass of water. So you're staying hydrated. Just take care of yourself when you are drinking. Like just because you drink doesn't mean that all your self-care practices should go out the door. Obviously have a good time and don't like put pressure on yourself or anything like that, but just try to hydrate and make sure you eat. The next one to kind of like help you create a healthy balance with alcohol is to develop and pursue hobbies or other interests or other ways to relax that don't involve alcohol. If you are the type that loves a glass of wine or a drink after a long stressful day or loves going out with your friends for like happy hour after work or something like that, maybe consider finding another thing to do that you and your friends can all do together that's a form of relaxing that doesn't involve alcohol or involves lower amounts. Like I know right now, like the paint and sip things are trending. You go to a place and you paint and then have like a glass of wine or champagne or something. And I know that there's a lot of like nail salons doing happy hour type things where you can have like a glass of champagne or something while you get your nails done. And maybe that's like a better choice than going to a bar or something with your friends. something that could be fun. And the last one is to just always remember to practice a healthy lifestyle. So eating really good meals, plenty of rest, exercising regularly. And when you feel better, it's easier to make healthy choices with your drinking. I think we've all been in a place where we were consistently making like bad health choices where we were like staying up super late, eating really, really junky food. And it was easier to continue to make bad habits because that's what you're doing. You're making like bad habit choices. So try to reset and get yourself to a place of self-love, loving yourself, caring about what you put into your body, caring about how much sleep you're getting. Cause if you're in that state of loving yourself and taking care of yourself, it's way easier to make healthier choices. So that is all I have for you guys today. And this note to self, I hope that you all enjoyed it. I, and I hope that you all have an amazing 4th of July and rest of your week. I 
love you all so much. And I love doing these note to selves. I love just having short little reflections on life and things that we as women all go through. And I hope that you guys are enjoying them too. I just want to remind you all to please rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. I love getting your feedback. I'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts on this episode were, as well as other episodes with guests and other note to selves. I can't wait for you guys to hear this Wednesday's episode. I have an amazing guest coming on. It's going to be great. I know you all are going to love it. And yeah, be safe out there. I love you guys so much and have an amazing day.